In our last podcast, former House of Pain hype man, actor, and entrepreneur Danny Boy O'Connor gave us a detailed account of how and why he moved to Tulsa, bought the Outsiders House, and converted it into a museum, creating a, a new tourist destination for the city, one that, as you'll hear in a moment, was almost lost to the wrecking ball. Since it opened in 2019, the Outsiders House and Museum's become a city landmark. It's become a point of pride for Tulsans. But for Danny, it wasn't always easy to get others to see his vision for the place. I'm like, no, no, check it out. You got to understand. And they were like, cool, bro, like pass the ketchup. They didn't get it. Let's continue our conversation with Danny Boy O'Connor, recorded at the church studio. Oh, I almost forgot, since this is a podcast, I did not edit out any profanities. And there are some F-bombs in here, so you've been warned. Nobody understood it. Some people understood it. You know, I had a guy here locally that I used to, you know, come out. He'd let me crash on his couch. He knows this repertoire. He knows the movie. He knows all about it. He was originally going to be my partner. And when push came to shove, he was like, bro, I don't know. This is more your thing than mine. Now, that turned out for me as a godsend. And I don't say that disrespectful for him, but... If you have a business and you own 100% of it, it's better than owning 50% of it, especially at the buy-in rate, which would have been $7,500 at the time. Hmm. So, you know, it did not, he did, and I I say this with 2020, the best of my ability, I think even though he knew this city like more than most people and knew this legacy, he still didn't think that this would be a prudent investment at $7,500. Tulsa's, we're buying for the future right now. And some things I overpay. I bought the house across the street a couple years later. We, we opened the museum. So we, it took three and a half years. We got, I got the world's largest collection of stuff. That's what I'm good at doing. We opened the museum. Um, and a house came up across the street from me. I can't let somebody else buy that house. I don't want a neighbor who now all of a sudden goes, oh, I don't like it. I liked it at first, but now I don't like it. Somebody parked in front of my house tonight, and I'm mad. So, you know, I'm going to try to shut you down. So I bought the house. When I went to buy the house, I paid... 10 times what I paid for the outsider's house. Probably, I can't do math that good, but I paid a lot. And I said, why are you charging me so much? He goes, it's your fault. I mean, you rose the- Yeah, right. You- yeah, the, the, the housing value has went up significantly in that area. That being said, you know, I paid a little north of 60 grand for the house. Where else can, I, can you buy houses right. across the street from the outsider's house? It was seen in the movie. You, you blink, you miss it, but you, it's seen in the movie. Your pony boy shows up to his house and you see it over his shoulder. And we've turned it into an Airbnb and an and air, uh, outsider's themed Airbnb. The Greaser's Hideout. It's the Greaser's Hideout. Listen, this, this museum, this town, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And I am forever debted, indebted to the kindness, the love, the support uh, that I found here. Uh, speaking to what we were talking about, the Gretzky quote, you know, I speak to, I get asked to speak to kids a lot. They're reading this, the, the book. We do, we do Monday through Thursday at the Outsider's House is the nonprofit uh, aspect of it. So kids will read that book at school. Their school will take the field trip to us. If they're Lucky, they get to go to the Circle Cinema, also another gem in Tulsa. It was where the movie was filmed. It's the actual location that Essie Hinton was writing about, and it's the opening line of the it's the Circle. Uh, the kids get to see it there, and then they come to see in my you, the, where it all you know was shot and took place. Um, we did over four thousand students last year. That's with TPS still having COVID restrictions, so we didn't get most of. We didn't get any of the Tulsa public schools. Maybe Will Rogers game because that's her alma mater. Yeah. Mostly parochial. This year we're looking to do over 10,000. And wow. that's unsolicited the first year. This year we have somebody like wrangling and handling it for us on like a really part-time basis. Um, but I don't want... So two things. 
when I talk to kids, because I get asked to go to schools and speak to the kids a lot, I always tell the teachers, hold your ears on this one. I want to talk directly to the, the students, if you, if you don't mind. And I tell them, listen, a good education, uh, a well-laid plan, and, and good, uh, either a high credit score or, or, or a source of funding is usually the, the most, uh, the best way to get a project like this done. But there are gonna be times where you don't have any money and you don't know what the plan is really gonna look like from one minute to the next, but you're passionate and you see your shot, take your shot. Man, your, your story, I mean, the fact that you had 28 grand to your name when you made that initial investment, yeah. trying to scratch out a living. I, had a, I didn't have really to, but hills. I paid the tenants five grand to move out as well. Oh, oh yeah, like, you never you got know. there. So you, you yeah. paid off their bill. so they. Well, I mean, I gave them the, the, I didn't want them, one, I didn't want them scorch earth on the way out. Right, right. Because <laughs> I'm sense. old school. I'm like, I'm burning the motherfucker down. Are you throwing me out? Okay, watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get down like that, so I'm not, you know, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I was I, like, what will this cost me to 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 you know get you to go to the next location and and they got me for like 48 and listen we're good we're good now i see one of the kids that live there he's great you know i, I run into him thing it's all 100 they see that it was for the greater good yeah you know what i mean the people who sold me the house listen they they understood it was like they were done they just didn't they were they didn't know what to do with it it was getting torn down inside the house because the people the tenants didn't you know care about it they didn't have the wherewithal to do anything with it and they had been they had left town because it was they inherited it from you know this lady's husband who passed mm. away but they, she wasn't from here it wasn't the first you know so there was a lot of little moving parts i, I want to tell you like i said that the this house got built on the back of everyday Tulsans. Mm -hmm. uh, we got, you know, we got love from Jack White. He gave me 30 grand in the 11th hour to get me across the finish line. That, that, and, and that's not insignificant. It's all relative, right? But it was really like people would pass by and say, listen, man, I, you know, uh, on Sunday after my daughter's soccer practice, I'd like to come cut your lawn. I'm like, oh, uh, how much will that cost? You know, and then they're like, nah, bro, we want to help you out. And we, we're so happy you're here, do what you're doing. And then somebody would be like, hey, man, you need to flash that, uh, the chimney. I'm like, I don't flash this. I don't even know what that meant. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, yo, you, the water's leaking directly into you. He's like, yo. I go, oh, yeah, okay, well, thank you. He goes, well, hey, I, well, we want to help. I said, well, wh wh who do I call? He's like, we're the guys. I'm like, well, what does that cost? Same thing. They're like, nah, we want to, bro, awesome. let us look. So one after the other, man, I'm meeting Donnie Rich at the venue shrine. who has been my like, right hand since day one. Just so many people had come through to just to sit, one to look and then to say, how can I help you? At any time, I would struggle because I don't know. I'm guessing when I look back, we may have made it look easy because I don't complain online. I don't, I don't do any of the, you know. There were times, man, where I was like, my marriage fell apart. My, I was, I, when you're a foreman, now I understand why foremen get good money <laughs> because if one dude don't show up in the chain of, of the things that need to go on. If the plumber misses his thing, or, oh, we didn't bring that wrench, or we didn't realize it was deeper than that. Now my towel guy, now my wool dry, all the painting, everybody, up. and then they go, well, listen, we can't do it on this now because we've already booked, especially when people are doing it on the arm or at cost. Yeah. Even when you're paying for that, yeah. it's like you got a window to do it. It is what it is. Uh, and it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. I'm not going to tell you I didn't cry during that thing. I didn't tell you that I didn't think, man, 
what the fuck did you get yourself into, man? Like, for real, for real. Because yeah. I don't want anybody hearing this going, man, these are all layups. This is so easy. You just go. You know, I got to say, from the outside, watching the progress of the house, it does seem like, and, and it would be easy to make the assumption, well, Danny made a lot of money in the record industry. He's got the cash. It just, it just happened. Yeah, it was no. easy to make that assumption. You know, I'm glad that that's not the case. There, there's nothing cool about, listen, there's not... Uh, Better that than than the house to get torn down. Oh, the first week I was there, a man came to me and said, are you the new owner? I said, yes, I am. He said, you know, you come up out of nowhere and snatch us from us. I'm the guy who tears these down for the Habitat for Humanity. This is on my teardown list. And I've said it a million times, but I got to, I got to, you know, he, he, I said, do you not know that this is the outsider's house, sir? And he said, insider, outsider, I don't care what outsider. I could have put two habitats here. And I said, well, I got another place you could put two. He goes, where's that? I go, I think you know. He said, come again? I said, no, once is enough. And that was it. And we're friends now. We're cool now. I don't want to say friends. We're cool now. But it was going to get torn down. So I heard something Rick Rubin, you guys know, obviously, Rick Mm -hmm. Rubin. Rick Rubin said, uh, you know, he was talking about people talking about, oh, that was my idea, and you stole my idea. It's like this: when the time comes, it, whoever get, get does it is it's time. It's it's it. It wasn't like that. I was the smartest dude in the room. It wasn't that I had this massive. I just saw something that resonated with me. I couldn't imagine Earth without it. I was the least likely to do it. My head kept saying, "Why don't y'all turn this shit into a museum?" And then that voice finally said, "Who the fuck is y'all?" Why don't you do it? And I was like, who said that? I was like, you talking to me? You know what I mean? Like my own inner voice was telling me to do it. I'm like, why? I'm busy. I'm not busy, but in my mind, I'm always busy. I'm fake busy most of the time. You know what I mean? Fake busy. Fake busy, bro. That looks like, hey, man, what you doing right now? I'm like, uh, nothing. You, hey, you help us move this couch? I'm like, oh, yeah, right now, right now? Like, right now, right now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of I'm busy, right bro. Like, it, well, speaking the, of busy, I mean, yeah. I, I, I came into this thinking i really i know he's passionate about the house let's try to get him away from the house yeah and it, it's impossible yeah to do good because luck. the house and danny are synonymous and right I get, you know what just to the cash thing i'm a storyteller in a way you know i, I i'm a you people assume that you know hip-hop of what i did is i saw what was missing which was alpha white guys who were like rah rah too and grew up in the culture mm-hmm. and we added that to the map and what was not there we put there and we brought a lot of kids into the fold who were like those are my guys because the beasties were great but they were a little comical at first and then there was third base and that was like a little you know whatever whatever and then here we came us in cypress hill and kind of just gave west coast with that east coast it was like so i'm a branding guy and what i did see that was clear to me that there was an under celebrated brand here the town is a brand that's under-celebrated. The history that it has here, good, bad, or indifferent as well, is something that's a teachable tool. Black Wall Street and all that is like, yo, it must be told. Uh, and the legends, whether it's Leon, which we're in the house that Leon built, now that Teresa built, and shout out to Teresa. She's like, you know, at first, and I'll say this because I don't, you know, I keep it one, 100 all the time. At first, I wasn't sure about Teresa. I'm sure she wasn't sure about me. I've never said this before. So I'm saying this out of respect for being in her spot because how much I love her and what she's done. Um, is you know I'm new. She's you know, we're trying to build in a similar fashion. She got a lot of. For me, I was like I, I kept one eye open and one like you know what I'm saying. But I stood back and I watched, and that's what I do with a lot of people. I see how they move, not really what they what the chatter is. And she what she did was put her hard earned money being an entrepreneur into something that a lot of people thought maybe I came in this room and I got vision and I was like I came in this church I was like 
Good luck, sister. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know why you wait. wait. I said, there will be nobody. I know a little bit about being in music studios. And I was like, good luck refurbishing. This is like, I don't even know why you would take this on. And now I sit in Marvel and, and not only what she's done, but when I come in here, and this is my mouth to God's ears, we come in and I, she's like, she's still working on it. It's like a fine tuning. I don't think she's even at the like, this is like phase one point. Like it's gonna still, cause she's in here and she's like, mm, the acoustics are, and she's learning this. Like she knows way more about any of that stuff than I've ever known. And I'm not the studio like genius guy neither, but I've been around them for 30 years. The mics, the collection of the equipment, the proper, everything is like, she's got that eye. She's got the thing that well, you need. Well, like you, she's buying up the block around, too. I wish and... I ain't doing all that. I'd like to be like her. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. But she, you know what? I, you got to love somebody who takes their, their money that they work their ass off. And I know her story, too. Her story is, is, is nothing short of, of, of miraculous as well. Uh, I don't know how much you know about her story. She should have really, you know, I feel bad that she should be here telling her story as well because it's an incredible story of, you know, starting off, you know, and I don't want to steal her thunder. You, sh you should get her to tell you her story. But her story is real, and she's the real deal. And what she's been able to do here is offer another look. You don't. I didn't know who Leon was at that level. I had heard his name. I seen a documentary where it showed the Wrecking Crew, and, you know, they had played a bunch, and, you know, Listen, yeah. it was like whatever, you know. Like I don't say that I'm I'm into the Gap Band. That was something special to sure. me. But by default, when doing what she's done, I love Leon's legacy. I love what it stands for, and I love that this is here because it's another look. When people go, "What's there to do in Tulsa?" I got how long you got? How many days you got here? Let me map it out for you. There's just so many things, and they're growing as we speak. So this thing is a testimony to the American spirit that I love the most, which is you roll up your sleeves, you get down for your crown and if you if you work hard enough and everything you know you stay on point this too is a possibility for you and nowhere better is that exemplified than sitting in the church studios because i know she started from this from dental assistant right to this and yeah again so built she's a, safe, she's community care. yeah and so it wasn't like i said i just want to be clear on what i was trying to say originally it wasn't that i i just didn't know enough about her and i was like okay it's competition to me too is she's happy that I'm doing what I'm doing she's not happy or we competition like you know everybody was kind of like very nice but I was also very guarded that's a better way to say it okay. it wasn't anything on but now I'm like I, just to be just to watch what she does and believe me I'm like you bro I do my homework one thing people can't say like I'm on it like that so I watch what she does I see it I see how many people she brings to Tulsa I see the people I see the reactions online it's not it's real and it's organic and she built it, and it—you feel it. There's a difference when it's when it's done from love than it is from, just from you know what I mean. Yep. Having the ability to build, you can build whatever you want, but if it don't speak to people's souls, and their like their experience, or it it is it's it's a tough sell. Yep. So watch this space because Teresa will be our guest in well within the next couple of podcasts. There you right go. Here, Make so. sure she has that equipment on deck too. Yeah, right. <laughs> She's gonna bring out the high dollar mic, and I don't blame her neither. We'll be in the big studio for that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna end this. I think every time, you know, kind of a la inside the actors' studio. Uh, James Lipton used to do the you know that list of quick questions. I'm calling okay. this five before you go here. Okay. All right. All right. Your first kiss. 
Do you remember it? <sighs> Tongue kiss, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> There's no name, and that's real. This is real talk. And she was she was hot, and she was older, and she was making out with all the kids at the ice rink, and I was one of the kids <laughs> that ended up. I don't know. She, I don't, she should probably be in jail at this point. But <laughs> She made out with like three or four of us, man. And yeah, I remember thinking, damn, this is good. I like that. So I do remember it. I don't know her name, but it was at the it was at the ice capades in the Topanga Mall, man. And once you get once I don't know if you're anything like me, once you get your beak wet, like you off to the races. Oh, right, once right, I knew right, how to do right, it, right? I was testing everything. You get a little <laughs> you get a little tongue at Topanga Canyon. <laughs> oh man, you're bringing me back. <laughs> oh shit. They had the hot soups out of the go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get off this topic, yeah, actually. Listen. Uh, where do you feel ahead. most at home? You already know. Is it at the outside of the shop? Listen, growing up, in my mind, I, I, I imagine when I die, this is this is a little egotistical, and I swear I'm not as bad as this would probably sound. But, you know, you, you want a hand in this. So, this. so I was like, I want this big Celtic cross, and I want to be buried. Da, 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 da. I want to be cremated when I'm done, and you throw my ashes at the outsider's house. We're good. That's how much I feel connected to Tulsa. I don't give a fuck about the, 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 all of the, you know, in my house of pain glory, I wanted, like, the big Irish, you know, sure, bagpipes. Right. Just, bro, put me, put me, you know, make me powder and throw me over the you know in the in the yard i'm good to go that's how much i love tulsa yeah i feel that this is my home and this is i know this is supposed to be short form there's a difference between living somewhere and then living somewhere and connecting and then having a purpose i have a purpose here and the house gives me that so have you ever had I'm sure you have. You know, back some, to that kiss some now, moment. Huh? Yeah, well, now I, no, I'm not going back to the kiss. Hey, what was she I, wearing, though? I, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine if I had the outsider's house, there would be a How time. much older? <laughs> She's online or no? <laughs> I, if I owned the outsider's house, I would have so many moments, I think, of sitting there by myself in the quiet of the house and kind of hearing the ghosts talk to me. Do you, do you have that there? Do you have those moments where you're in the house by yourself and it's... Yeah, yeah. well, I don't hear the ghosts talking to me. I know what you're saying. There's been many times where I'm in there working with my laptop, museum's closed, you know, I'm in there waiting for somebody to show up to take care of something or we're waiting pre-interview or whatever, and I'll be on the, I'll be on the internet playing The Clash, and then I'll just look up for a second, I'm like, what the fuck? What? How did I like, get here? Yeah, it's like a, like the space time continuum. Like the, the 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 fabric of the universe got ripped somehow, and it threw me in this weird little. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the actual house from the movie from my like child, the, my favorite movie of all time. And here I am, and I'm playing like you know, Combat Rock or The Clash, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm just like, what? Like so, it is a surreal because you're so close to it, you don't see it anymore. Right. It's just like whatever. You go to work, but yeah, it is a. It's it's not lost on me. I'll say this. You can lose sight of things. You have to. It's like growing up in Hollywood. Eventually, nobody's a star. The biggest star is nobody. Every, it's like everybody's a star. Nobody's a star, right? right. And it, it enables me to have a really good relationship with Essie Hinton because I don't bother her. Like, I wouldn't bother my friends who just come off a movie. I'm like dissecting every little day. Like, I just wanted to have fucking yogurt with you, dude. Like, I didn't yeah. want to do the, you know. So I'm very good at that. So I'm so 
over like it's so close to me that I just can't see it anymore but I see it in the smiles of the kids or the laughter or the cries or the the, the families go oh my god oh okay so we're gonna and and just that energy I go oh, I love fuck, it man what a fucking brilliant like oh. what a gift to be around that and it wake it brings me right back to like okay dude you know the jaded bit you can let that go for a second like enjoy it because it's going to be it's fleeting i mean you know yeah life is fast life is fast enjoy every day man and i do talk about being blessed yeah comfort food favorite comfort food oh man between andalini's and uh and uh and uh bohemian you got me you know yeah. i'm a pizza bohemian guy. in the east village there oh yeah. my goodness yeah, yeah. and the owner's path you gotta go down visit katia at la roma man i know it's out of downtown but la roma's my she's my trying jam. to get us over south again no, i'm trying to bring you downtown bro nothing south 44 that's right what is heaven to you oh that's good um I mean, bro, you got another hour? I mean, that's a metaphorically or, or you know? Either. Wow. That, you stumped the wizard on that one, man. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll have to unpack all kinds of... Uh, uh, I, okay. I mean, you, you're, okay, you're a 12-stepper, right? Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you here. Here's what comes to me. When I quiet my mind and I think, I can't tell you what heaven is, but I can tell you what the opposite of it is, which maybe illustrate what it is. The opposite is not being true to yourself, not living in your mm. purpose, not being humble, grateful, and, and, and it's when I'm where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to do, staying right-sized, then I'm not in hell anymore, which is the best I can, this the closest I can get. There's a saint, and I don't remember his name, and I should, and he was the closest to God, and they asked him how he got so close. He said, it was never my intention. I just kept backing away from the devil, wow. and he bumped in to whatever, and I don't even know, you know, somebody told that story once in a meeting, and it's a long time ago, and I've never, I, you know, every time I run into the, the sisters at the that. car shop, I'm like, I don't want to ask. <laughs> But uh, that's it. So the opposite of it. I don't know what it is, but I know what it is. And when I'm not you in it, it, I feel like. like I'm in hell. Yeah. So uh -huh. that's the opposite. Yeah. Well, lastly, okay. to the best of your recollection, what's the hardest, when is the hardest you've ever laughed? Oh, man. The hardest I've ever laughed. That's a, I mean, listen, I try to, I'm Irish, bro. I mean, the, <laughs> one of the qualities, the good qualities of being Irish is that we have the ability to laugh at ourselves. And that is a true thing. And I'm into the the the, the one-liners and cliches because those are usually the truisms of life. And, and laughter is the best medicine. And I know when I first got sober, I don't remember who spoke at the meeting. I don't remember what they said, but I remember hearing laughter. It had been years since I had heard anything that people were collectively laughing about and feeling good. Yeah. And so the hardest could be the, the last time just a minute ago when we were laughing over whatever shit we were talking about, the girl at the skating rink, because it's always that I insist on, man, because it's just too heavy otherwise. Everything is like, you know what I mean? This is to be worn like life should be worn like a loose-fitting garment, man, something comfortable, not so that, you know what I mean? So, again, it's easy for me to tell you what, it, you know, the, the opposites, one, but yes. So I laugh a lot, bro, M mainly at myself. I'm thinking the hardest laugh was probably something stupid I did, and I look back, and I just got to, you got to laugh for your word, otherwise you cry. Yeah. Thank you for being the first, man. Dan, you know what? No it's, tongue, but. It's you and the girl in the rink. We, that's <laughs> right. They asked me, you and Dan, I'm gonna, I know the date, the time, where we were, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'll get you a ring next time. <laughs>
Tulsa's unofficial mayor and the city's number one hype man, Danny O'Connor. Thank you, Danny boy. You know, sitting right next to the two of us listening to my chat with Danny Boy O'Connor when we recorded it was the the man who opened the Greenwood Cultural Center and who coordinated much of the city's commemoration of the 1921 Greenwood Massacre. That's Phil Armstrong. And Phil is our guest next time on the Damp Otter Files, conversations with Tulsa's most fascinating people. I'm Dan Potter, host of the KRMG Morning News on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. Our theme music is written and performed by Tulsa entertainer and composer Aaron J. Morton. I'll talk to you next time.